Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What is going on, guys? This is episode seven of the Anime Boys podcast. And as always, I would love to welcome my co-host, AJ Garces. What is going on, my man? It's good to be back. Dude, good to be back. It is good, my man. We took a Feels week nice. off. A week off. Oh man, a surprise week off. We didn't even. Mean we did to not mean to off. plan that week off. There was a uh, <laughs> there it, was a reason AJ, for taking. A I week would love off. AJ to tell the story about why we took a week off, but I'm not. It, it's uh, a, well, go ahead, go ahead. Well, okay, so we recorded episode seven, and. We got everything together, and as you guys know, that Mitchell and I, we're not in the same spot. He's in California. I'm in Texas. So we always just send the audio file, or I send my audio file to him, and we, we put it all together. He downloaded my audio file the next day to uh, edit the uh, edit the podcast. <laughs> there was no audio. There was no audio. <laughs> um, <laughs> there was no, yeah, nothing. nothing. Absolutely which nothing. Was super, it was a really good episode, which you know we decided that we're going to save that movie. We're going to save, save the we're movie that we did. It. I won't say it because it's a really good one. I feel like it's gonna, it's a super special one. Um, we'll save it for yeah. another day, but you know things happen and fuck it. You know what I mean? Just fuck it. It's uh, it is what it is. But just it is what it is. Dude, but how it was is your time? Is. But we're back. How was your time off, man? How was that week? What how's it been? How's life? Oh, dude, life life is life is a little rough right now. We gotta we gotta move out of our apartment. Damn, I saw that. I because there's because there's mold. There's mold everywhere. Everything is crumbling. There's mold trying to invade, <laughs> and I gotta I gotta take care. Frantically move out of the apartment, and, and I have a week too. They give me a week. They're like, hey, get out now. I mean, like, like fuck if you, want you, a new you one, can come get my shit and help me move it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, straight because they were like, we can give you a new apartment, like a bigger one for less money. But you need to move out in a week, and I was like, "Ugh." Um, nah, dude. How about you, dude, man? How about I, you? What's I've been, been good, man. I've been just, you know, working. I've been to a couple shows lately, just you know, around LA, and then watching a lot of anime, trying to catch up on that One Piece, which you know, I would love to give everybody on the Instagram. Thank you guys. You guys look like you guys are super One Piece fans that I fucking love because I'm starting to catch up on it. Um, I'm fucking excited about it because One Piece is all the One Pieces out there. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for commenting. <laughs> you know, I dropped a little thing on the Instagram about you know One Piece. What's your favorite arc? You guys responded really well, so I'm super excited to get it finished because I want to do like a whole. Once I'm done with it, I want to do a quick little thing on a future episode about just One Piece in general and the continuation of it. So super. I got you. It's sweet, gonna be good. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Wow. Oh, we got a good episode for you for everybody. Dude, today. I'm excited for this next episode. This is a movie that is a you know a timeless classic that is still playing in theaters today which i did not realize that when i, oh, absolutely. When I was doing some research on it i'm like there's still movie theaters premiering this today um which is awesome you know this is such a classic this is like a you know i feel like it's like a pop culture kind of classic like when people look at anime films and you have a studio ghibli but you also look at this film as well oh definitely so on this week definitely and oh, there good go well there have been a lot of like modern references to this movie too um definitely in a well, once I say yeah. it, I'll, I'll, I'll say the reference that I saw. But so the the movie that we're going to be re- uh, reviewing for episode seven of the Anime Boys podcast is the 1988 film Akira. Sorry about this movie, I've never seen it, but everybody 
was telling me to watch Everybody's this. seen this one. Everyone. Like, everyone and their mother has seen it. You know what I mean? Like, my brother has seen it, too, and he does not watch anything of anime. Like, he's seen this movie. <laughs> Which is, like, it's fucking crazy. But It's like, bro, do you even anime? Do you even anime, bro? And I'm like, it, it just kind of sucked. I'm like, so getting to watch this movie now, like, you know, I got to see it, and it, it's, it was a fantastic movie. Um, what were your first thoughts on it, man? Like, you know, I'm pretty sure you've seen it before, though. So I've I've seen it before. Upon watching it again, it made more sense to me because I remember the first time watching it, and I was like, "Whoa, there's a lot of stuff going on here." I had I don't know what's fucking happening. No idea what the movie this movie was about. Like for the first like <laughs> hour, honestly, I didn't know what the fuck. I I I know what this movie's about. Like after I watched it. But I know that I have to do a lot of research to really understand. Like, I think I got a pretty good concept of it, but it's like a – it's a good movie, but it's not one of those movies that's going to tell you exactly what it's about, like, in every scene. You know what I mean? So, Oh, you definitely have to have to pay attention to all the context clues. Yeah. Um, like – Yeah, no. Um, so, as I said, it's a super popular movie. Everybody has seen Akira. Um, so many references made in modern pop culture to Akira just because of how iconic it is as an animation movie. I don't know if you saw um, Ready Player One. I have not seen that. I've heard it's really good, though. But, yeah, so Ready Player One, it was a book, became film, came out this year. But, basically, it is the story of a virtual reality game. And in the game, you can pretty much have whatever you want. And in the per- this movie, um, the kid, like, manifests the bike from Akira. Oh wow! And they say like, oh he, oh he's using the bike from, uh, you know, Katsushiro Omoto's nineteen eighty eight film Akira. And I was like, oh whoa! I was like, that's so cool! I was like, that's in a movie that's got nothing to do with anime. Yeah, that's awesome. No, I, I love that when when the movie opens up, it tells you it takes place thirty one years after World War three. Yeah. So which because the movie's based in twenty nineteen. You know what I mean? So yeah. which that was fucking great. That's next year. You know what I mean? Like. Which yeah. I, I'm going to touch on that in a second, you know, why I think that's really cool. Um, so in 1988, they expected a World War Three to happen or, you know, in that time frame of the movie, which is which was crazy. So, yeah. Um, but I will say this, and though. The, it's like in, the reason no, no, for World War Three is ridiculously crazy, though. Like World War Three happened because of like psychic kids, psychic kids which, oh, my God, I have to. This is good. Okay, well, hold on. I want to talk about one thing before I get to this really funny thing, which I'm so glad we're talking about this because I know you're going to fucking laugh at this. It's, it's going to be hilarious. But I love how it's based in 2019, but nothing's, like, super sci-fi. Nothing's, like, crazy. Like, we don't have flying cars. We don't have all this crazy shit. It's very, like, I know it's... It, it's kind of like what we it's got now. It's kind of. It's a little dirtier. It looks a lot dirtier than I think yeah. it's going to be. Well, yeah, because they just got on, like, a world war. Yeah. Basically, they, like, re-simulated, like, the bombs dropping on, like, Hiroshima. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, we're in this, like, post-apocalyptic, dirty yeah. world. Like, do you see the school? Oh, my God, yeah. That was, like, the worst fucking thing Jesus. ever. Jesus. I was like, he's like, I better pass like, automotive. You know what I mean? And they were super, like, greaser guys. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I yeah, like about they, it. You know what? The, I like that you said greaser yeah. guys because there's that scene where they're all in the school, right? And they walk out from the principal's office and all the girls are like, oh, my God, got it out <laughs> What happened? And I was like... I was like, oh, my God. I was like, it's the T-Birds and the pink the, ladies right <laughs> oh there. Oh, my God. It's like the biker guys and the ladies. Yeah. And he's like, get off me. Get I don't even know why you hang around me. I don't know why you me. hang around me. Like, yeah, that was – I love how like, they're, like, all chilling and they're like, all right, we got to go. And they're like, what are we supposed to do? And then you got, like, the nerdy kid that's like, oh, I can take you. And he's like, you wish. And I'm like, oh, there's always that one guy in the thing. Like, doesn't get <laughs> like, me. Yeah, you can he do nothing. He doesn't get me. Um, 
they, like they're still using CDs. Yeah, no, that's one thing. I'm like, yo, this is supposed to be like a futuristic world. Which, <laughs> like I said, I like that because it's like it wasn't like you know when you watch Back to the Future, that was based in like 2015 is when they went to like flying cars, everything. Yeah. They didn't have an expectation for like what the future Marty. was gonna. Marty, gotta go back to the future. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like that. I thought that was really cool. Great Scott. Um, yo, but moving on to it, you know, so like I said, I I don't know what the fuck this movie was about for the longest time, but you know what I got from it, and this is what I think it was about. Um, basically, they um, they tapped into like the the raw human energy. And tell me if I'm ever wrong on anything I'm explaining. So they tapped okay. into the raw human energy, and that's like the experience of like what like that's what the kids were like. They were testing it to unlock the human ability. Is that kind of what? This movie was fucking about? Sort of. Yeah. So, I mean, like, at one point, Akino was a child mm-hmm. that was part of that, that, that ESPN mm-hmm. project. And basically when they, you know, destroyed the project, they harvested his, you know, they harvested his organs. Yeah. You know, his spinal cord and everything like that. And basically these kids, like, they say, and I wrote it down, yeah. um, they were calling him, like, uh, Lord Akira of Enlightenment. Yeah, because... And basically, like he had gone above what that's humans what he were, was, right? Because like that's because there was a scene where like the the girl like kid that was in experience had taken over, uh, which was the girl's name. Um, it was like K twenty five. No, 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 no. The, the oh, 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 okay, oh, K, right? And that's what yeah, that's pretty much where her yeah. name was. Like she had taken over her body when her and Kanita were in the jail, and she was like, you know, look at it like an amoeba. We're for monkeys, you know, and like what if like an amoeba or something like that could tap into like. It's full potential energy wise, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So that's the kind of like which is yeah. uh, so it, it's interesting because the the word Akira means graceful strength. Mm-hmm. So basically, it was like at one point there was this child that had just this raw, you know, enlightenment yeah. and and strength and adder, and we basically we tried to harvest yeah. that. And I mean, I feel like that's what really what those those kids were tapping yeah. into. Because I feel like they were. And, they um, also explain a little bit in the movie. They were like, everybody has this energy. You know what I mean? Like everybody does. Yeah. But it's like some people have it more, and that's what we are. You know what I mean? Akira had it the mm-hmm. most, and it's like depending on how you want to use it. You know, that's kind of what they were saying. Like Tetsuo, that's they had to, like the children had to call um, Takashi, and all his friends had to call Akira back to help Tetsuo, like basically kill Tetsuo, because he had taken that to the next level oh, yeah. he becomes so evil, you know. Evil in the way, but he felt like he had gotten so much power and he was picked on all his life and he felt like he wasn't being appreciated and he, like, ran with it. You know what I mean? Um, well, yeah. yeah. He was kind of overwhelmed with that yeah. kind of power yeah. and was led down the wrong... Like, yeah, he, he just didn't use it for yeah. good. Basically, they said, like, you know, Tetsuo had already made his decision. Yeah, and it was, like, too late. He had already gone over to the... Which he's a victim of circumstance. Yeah, because he, really he just is. ran into Te- uh, Takashi. You know, as a little, when I was a little kid, uh, one of the test subjects basically, like, he just bumped into him. And that unlocked – is that how it happened? Like, if he – because he bumped into him, yeah. it unlocked Tetsuo's Basically, power. they said that his, his, his reaction mm-hmm. to contact with um, Takashi is how he gained the, the ESP powers, which I remember Takashi was trying to be, like, smuggled away. Yeah. By that gentleman in the beginning, and they light that dude. dude they up. don't like. I love because there's one scene where he's like, "Hold your fire!" Bah, 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 bah. And like they just, they just fucking start yeah. lighting up on him, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" 
I was like, dude, oh my god, when he fucking shit. There, there's a sequence yeah. where like he's running through traffic and he just caps those dogs. Oh, I was like, that, oh my that, like, god, that kind of hit me a little bit. I I didn't know if I did yeah. really like that, but I'm like, all right, it's 1988. Like I just got I a like, dog and I was just I was like, like, it's oh, 19, boy. it's 1988. You can do whatever the fuck you wanted. You know what I mean? In, in movies like that, so um, yeah, straight up, I felt I felt odd, but yeah, they light that guy yeah. up. And I was like, I love it's like nobody fire. He's got a kid. Yeah, no, that's, and I was just like, whoa, um, yo. But I was like, somebody did not listen at oh all. God. You know, okay. <laughs> somebody's first day on the Some job. Some days on the job just lit him the fuck up. Um, yo, but you know, one thing I did want to say, and I'm gonna, f- I'm, you know, you're gonna fucking laugh at this. So there's a sequence. Basically, Tetsuo is starting to realize what kind of power he has. He's getting called. Like they're all in the the secret government base, like underground. Um, and he's being, like, mentally and telepathically called by the other children to come meet him. He finally gets into, like, the girl's yeah. room. He's got Takashi there, the little boy in the chair, which I always laugh when I see him. He's like, Meh. I don't know. He just looks, so he looks like a little. He looks like a little Donald Trump. He looks like Trump. a little Donald Trump. It's fucking hilarious. But, yeah, they're all meeting up, and they start <laughs> having a psychic battle, right? And all I could think in my head was, like, the South Park episode when they're having. I just thought that the entire time, and I'm like. They're just in the fucking living room, just like, and I just like, oh, I got you, no, I got you. Like it was fucking. That's all I thought about when they were having that first psychic battle. Oh god, what is like the adults and they're like, oh my god, he's so powerful. It's like they're not doing anything; they're just making noises with their mouths. Oh my god, yeah, I just thought that the entire time, like watching that entire sequence, I thought it was fucking hilarious. Um, yo, but you know, also another thing that I. This music, I love the music in this movie. Um, I feel like it, it, it oh, set yeah. up a really it, it set up the suspenseful part. Su- suspense, suspenseful part. Did you say suspenseful? I did say that. You said I suspenseful did say fart. that. Um, it's just like someone that's like, oh my god, I'm gonna <laughs> fart. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh, there was so much suspense. Because you know, I loved when Tetsuo was like. Anytime he was like being like in the flames or something, or he popped out of nowhere and he was all being all badass, psychic, whatever. Yeah, it just had that like choir. You know what I mean? That eerie choir that came out. That was fucking. Dude, it kind of it was it was very like like Phantom Menace, Darth Maul. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. Do you remember that music where he would come out and he was like no da da da? Which I will say to this day that Phantom Menace is still a great Star Wars movie. I don't give a fuck what anybody says out there. I don't give a fuck what anyone says, dude. Phantom Menace was the shit. shit. It was. It gave me everything I wanted in the Star Wars. There was no fucking better lightsaber choreography than in Phantom Menace, dude. Ewan McGregor goes hard. Shouts to Ewan McGregor. We're having him on the podcast podcast one day. I could have done without the pod racing, but other than that, the movie was great. Um, I love the pod racing. it was totally not necessary whatsever. Well, actually, it solidified so, so that he was because, a great pilot. All right, I'll give you that one. Well, it, no, not that, not even that, because he was he was racing for the the part for the Nubian so that they can get off Tatooine. Remember, <laughs> he was like, he's like, all right, you uh, he wins the race, you give us the part, and he's like, mm-hmm. Nubian. <laughs> oh my god! Back to that. Um, this is not a Star Wars sorry, podcast. This is, this is not a Star Wars podcast. Where are we? Um, yeah, no, so... It's not Rebel Force Radio. Like I said, as, as, like, the... <laughs> as the movie, like, went on, like, it just... It it got crazier. And, like, like I said, also, I didn't... I liked how it didn't explain a lot. 
and it just you had to really it didn't they had to figure it out. out and like a lot of movies like movies in general today like they set up those scenes where it's like there's always going to be a character that has to tell you the plot line basically because apparently we can't figure figure yep. it out now but it's like i like that because i'm probably gonna go back and watch this a couple more times just to really solidify like anything like i missed so it really shows like in 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 this new in with this new world of like neo tokyo yeah there's like groups that are like rioting against the government and causing so much destruction and that's the reason neo tokyo looks the way it is as and that's like how you you kind of figure out the relationship between kaneda and k is because he kind of stumbles upon them and they're like activists and they're like actively seeking and what they're doing is they're they're searching out these these you know gifted children because they like know yeah. about it and they know this government project and they're like all right we're going to find these people because this is like ruining the world yeah. and but shit also wasn't one of like the people on the council part like he was the spy for that like i i i caught that whole little scenario but then i wasn't yeah. like, i couldn't fully grasp exactly what part he was taking in it like i knew he was feeding them information there, but what was his yeah. motive though that was the one thing what was his motive for that because he wanted to sh- – because that's the thing is that, that, that they say that the power of Akina caused World War Three. Yeah. So they wanted – and now that the government was um, doing experiments on kids again, he was like, oh, we got to shut it down. Oh, uh, OK, OK, OK. Now – Which, by the way, I don't know if you noticed on the council. There was a guy on the council that looked exactly like J. Jonah Jameson from Spider-Man. Oh, my God. I had – Like I'm going to gonna have tea, to go back and like, to, watch that. To a f- – Fucking yeah. T. I, I just wanted him to be like, Parker, get out there. Give me some pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> I love the memes where it's like when she sends you nudes, but you only wanted pictures of Spider-Man. And it's fucking JJ. was getting all mad and shit. <laughs> oh, my God. It's the, that, oh, my God. Dude, he was, so, he was like, he's like, paid? You think you get paid around here? <laughs> Bring me some pictures of Spider-Man. They will think they're paying, paying you. Um, oh dude, my that was god, so, that was ridiculous! You know, and then the movie like really started to get really just. I thought it was a beautiful sequence, pretty much up from when they entered the Olympic arena to the end. You know what I mean? Um, it basically, I love how he had like the metal arm and it like took him over, and that's part where I knew like Tetsuo was like gone. You know what I mean? Like there was oh, no yeah. way he was getting back. Um, you know, I love the whole sequence of like, you know, it was imploding. You know, Kira came back to take care of Tetsuo to like basically take them to wherever. I feel like they went to a different plane uh-huh. of existence. I feel like personally, that's how I think. Yeah, that's an, it's a really interesting way to like think about mm-hmm. that. One thing I liked aesthetically about this movie during high intense sequences, um, I don't know if you noticed during moments of really really high intensity, all the audio would stop. Oh, I love it. I love it. There'd be no music, no nothing, and the, it would just be sequence. Yeah. Like it would just be action, and you were just like. But that's also a very silent. old style of like filmmaking in general. Because there's also whenever they would transition scenes, like the scenes would just kind of like they would stop a scene and then it would just fade out and then fade into the other one. That's a very old yeah. style. Like if you go, I know this is gonna sound kind of fucking stupid, but like you watch uh, any old like western style of movie um, or anything like that, you know that's kind of how the film like or or like that like the good the bad yeah or kind of like an old samurai style film. If you watch any of those movies from that kind of time, uh, if you ever watch yeah. it, it's like they would stop doing something. Um, you know, or a, you know, something suspenseful would happen. They would resolve it. The scene, like the scene, would be resolved. Then it would just fade out. Then it would fade back into another scene. That's a really old style of like filmmaking in general, and I like that because I yeah. caught onto that. I'm like, no, that's that shows you exactly the time period this movie was like 
mid. It makes for a warm transition, too. Yeah. No, it's great. Yeah, I love You that. kind of yeah. see, like, the full changing of sequence. Yeah. You can't do that now, um, You can't. It just, it, yeah. No, you yeah. cannot. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you remember that scene where um, Tetsuo's in the uh, in his hospital bed, and the kids are visiting oh, him in the form of all God, those toys? That was fucking insane. And I was like, oh, my God, this is cr-. – like, it was creepy when the toys were, like, on his bed. Oh, they when they were like, little. Like, I wasn't, like, really freaked out when they became bigger. But when they were small, I was like, oh, my God, that's freaking me out. Yeah. yeah straight up. I was like, that is that yeah. is creepy as hell. But, like, they were got all big and they were shooting milk. That was weird. That was – That was – I was like, they were shooting milk. And I was like, why – I was like, they couldn't just. I was like, why didn't they just talk? To yeah, him? I know. They're like, oh, let's let's, let's, let's subliminally bust through his yeah hospital room. Yeah, like those kids were a little sadistic at first to their first couple approaches to trying to talk yeah, to Tetsuo. Yeah. Like he's scared. He doesn't know what's no, going on. Um, they did not. Yeah. Also, really one thing I do want to. thing I do want to point out is that like, so Tetsuo is like, he's got the ASP. He's like the fucking Mewtwo of human beings, and um, he he For basically real. can get. Stopped by a laser beam, though. Like you know what I mean? Like I just well, dude, they shoot him with kind of shoots him with a laser beam, and nothing happens. You no, know, you know, he him. gets hit though. When he hits the metal arm, oh yeah, yeah he yeah. gets he gets yeah he hits in the metal arm. Yeah, I don't I don't understand that. I mean, I was like, okay, lasers, <laughs> La- <laughs> lasers, man. Do, do you remember what I thought was so interesting? Did you ever see that movie Chronicle? Explain to me. Go. I don't. Okay, Chronicle. It was that oh, movie. with the one. Oh, was yeah, a, they had like ESP because they yeah. Where that kid gets the fucking Dude, powers. That badass. Yeah, and they freaking and he's like running. He's like, he's like, I don't need you guys. I got powers yeah. now, and he fucking is like starts like. Re- that's what it reminded me of. I was like, I guarantee Chronicle took some inspiration that, off of that Akira. movie. Got shit on a lot. I, I know. Yeah, yeah, but I, I loved, loved it. it. I don't think it was a great movie. I think it was a cool idea. Maybe not executed the way people saw it, but yeah. Now looking back on that, um, yeah, no. It's a great movie. That was a that was a good movie. Chronicle, <laughs> Chronicle, ten out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, I just uh, I really love Chronicle. Chronicle. My fi- was you know my favorite Chron- movies. Chronicle are, uh, was a film. Uh, the Godfather and Chronicle. <laughs> it's like <laughs> <laughs> The Godfather, uh, The Godfather two, and uh, Chronicle. Chronicle. <laughs> oh, I feel some suspense coming on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just the end with like the the manifestation of Akira, it for me symbolized the rebirth of life. Yeah, because like, it washed away everything. Um, yeah, because yeah. like I remember the scientist, which is another thing. I, I quick thing for uh, you know whatever. Um, I loved how he would read the printouts, and every time I see people do that, like in movies, I'm like, what are you reading? What what, what are you getting? What what are you getting from that? <laughs> like he's like, oh my god, it's lines it's and lines colors. and colors, like. <laughs> And he's like, "Ooh, these readings are intriguing. <laughs> oh, it seems to be more lines yeah, and colors. Yeah. Looks like a rainbow." It's like the same thing when you watch like '90s movies, like Hacker Doctor, the data. When they walk like they're trying to hack into the mainframe, and they're just, you know, like. I'm like, "What are you hacking into the mainframe with a typewriter?" I have a typewriter and a floppy disk. Let's hack the mainframe. No, but you're you know you're totally right. Like it, that ending movie was just like a wa- Akira basically came in and because like I said, I feel like they went to a different plane of existence where he can control a lot of like nature and a lot of things. Like he's pure energy now, and like he basically just wiped away Neo, uh, you know, New, to- New Tokyo, and basically just like made it anew because it had gone to shit with all the government activists, more children experiments. You know what I mean? And just totally like washed it out. So 
great film. film. Great. What do you get? What's, what's your rating? What's uh, the Avia Garcia's rating of Akira? Uh, oh, the the big one. Now I'm definitely with you. Uh, absolutely nine out of ten. Uh, uh, Katsuhiro Otomo. You Beautiful. Did well. On his other work, though, I looked. You, I looked into a little well. bit of his other work. I, I I'm not familiar with a lot of it. I feel like this is one of the, like his bigger yeah, bigger same. films. Look like he was a very like just that kind of style anime, and then it hasn't really put anything out in the recent years. You know what I mean? Like that because you can't put a movie like if you put a carry out now, I don't think it would do well personally. Um, but it definitely fit the time. time. It definitely fit the time because I mean, look at look at the years. I mean, 1988. Yeah. We're kind of in the midst of that. You know, Cuban Missile Crisis, you yeah. know, with um, you're in the middle of like, the Cold War and junk like yeah. that. Like it, it's 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 the 80s, you know, it's the the Carter administration, the Reagan administration yeah. uh, kind of moving just into that 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 uh, George Bush senior. Type. Oh yeah, you're right. That was about the time that that uh that whole situation was going on. Like I saw there, there shit was crazy. There's a lot of political things going on. I feel like this is a very oh, there's a lot a of very, political like, stuff sci-fi in the movie, but it has a lot of political undertones, which are um, which is cool. It's a, it's a timepiece too. So um, it definitely very, very cool. Um, yo, but moving on to the second part, we are still continuing our 26 part review of Cowboy Bebop the series. Super excited about this one. This is actually also a, very, a really good one. This also kind of fits the same – this next episode that we're going to be doing. Dude, you know – yeah, actually, you know what? It, it, it does really kind of – now that I see yeah. it, it's really similar. It's because we're definitely dealing on the we're, – we're on that subject of uh, just crazy, crazy kids. kids. Yeah. Bring us in. These, Bring us uh, in. Kids say the darndest things. kids say the darndest yeah. things. Like a, oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. They'd go on there and be like, <laughs> what do you, you want to do when you grow up? And they're like, well, as long as I'm not a shithead like my dad. And they're like, oh, <laughs> these scary kids. Scooby-Doo, Batman. I don't think Bill – wait, did Bill Cosby host that show? Yes. Kids say the darndest things. That's what he, he did. That was – Oh, yeah. no. Yeah, he, um. Anyway, so this episode, kind of same on that on that same theme of uh, crazy, crazy darkness kids. But uh, you open up on this scene with um, Spike on a surgery table, and it's it's kind of like flashback to like organs and doctors, and I'm like, what is going on here? So like, okay, they're operating on him i thought maybe they're like harvesting his organs that also like you know i looked i looked at that in my first scenario i'm like cool spike has some kind of like their genetic like mute, not mutation but like enhancement of some sort maybe i'm wrong or you know he's like weapon, weapon x. x or something like that because he's really good at fighting he's really you know what i mean but the, or he could have just had some you know top secret shit inside of him you know what i mean that they need to get out because you know he's Dude, part of the syndicate he, you know what i mean you know what freaks me out is that like? Have you ever heard of like the term of like being a sleeper cell? No. What? That basically like that you're like a programmed government agent, and if they call your yeah. if they like use your trigger word, you snap into this crazy like. Um, so basically, if some if if somebody like went in my ear and was like, fucking. Yeah. Stromboli, and I just like snapped in and was just like, I am meant to kill, and I just start doing all these karate moves, and like I know all this yeah. stuff. That's what like being a sleeper cell okay. is like. They set you off, and you are a secret government agent, and you're only set off by your trigger word. It's kind of like that movie American okay. Ultra. No, dude, I'm just, I can fucking watch him. I'm fucking way behind on like every dude. It, basically, sure. Yeah. So Jesse Eisenberg is a sleeper cell. They call his trigger word, oh, and he ends up like yeah. killing all these people. I saw that movie, yeah. and then he's I like, didn't see it, but I knew it was out. Then he's like, 
I played Mark Zuckerberg. (laughs) I don't know what I did. But no, I I was thinking that. I was like, is he like a government agent? What are they doing to his body? You know, and then I was kind of like, fuck, I hope he's not like genetically enhanced because that would – we thought he was a regular I thought, guy. I mean, like I said, I don't know, and there's, you know, there's probably people out there that do know. Please don't spoil it for me in any form, you know, form or way. But like I said, that's my theory right now. It would be cool, and I feel like if they did it correctly, it'd be really cool. But it also, you're right, it would be kind of sad because yeah. it would be really cool for him to just be a normal dude. Um, because that's what I also do. What I yeah. like about you know, because you watch a lot of animes now, it's like they're o- it makes them cooler. They're very overpowered. It's sudden sort of energy they have, like they can continue to fight. But I love like an anime. I'm 14, but I'm fucking six. Yeah, some shit like muscles that. the size of cantaloupes. Yeah. You know, just shit like that. Like I like if it. Yeah, it'd be cool if he was just a normal person. But um, yo, rolling into it. So basically, Spike and Jet are on. You know, looking for a bounty. What was his name though? He had a fucking weird ass like. Uh, 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 giraffe. giraffe. So looking for giraffe because he went missing, correct? Or he was a part of a um, fucking yeah. So he's part of he, he's part of like another syndicate, and so they're looking for this. Well, he's got a three million oolong bounty on him, and they're looking for him. And and you see Spike in that bar, yeah. and you just get a very candid shot of that kid playing harmonica, yeah. which. I love that in this episode, or in Cowboy, they call harmonica blues harp. A blues harp, yes. The blues harp. Uh, what's that one fucking song from like the fucking nineties uh, where it was like a mainly harmonica? And I fucking I cannot remember that song. What was it called? Uh, oh my god, uh, "Run Around" by Blues yes, Traveler. That's a jam. Dude, we we always used to sing that. Dude, we, Why you wanna give me run around? Dude. Oh, it's a sure fine way to speak things. We're like, we didn't even know we all the know words. words. We were just we like. We watched a goddamn VH1 special one time, and I fell in love with that song. So it's like. <laughs> but that day guy didn't got a lot of trouble. Um, I don't know where he's at. Probably in jail somewhere because he caught with a lot of firearms. That was fucking. I, yeah, dude, I don't know. He, he like an obsessive amount yeah, of firearms. Yeah. Like way too yeah. many. I don't even know. But, um, so, okay, so you, you have that scene in the in the bar. I, I love the little sequence with Faye Valentine, and she's just looking for food, and she opens the fridge, and there's just the thing of dog food, like the can. And she looks at the dog and goes, ah, those that don't work, no don't eat. eat. And then she just starts eating the <laughs> dog food. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, they still don't I'm have anything waiting, to eat. I'm waiting for the episode where they have just, like, I'm so worried. much food in their, like, fridge. I'm waiting for it until, like, they finally win. I'm concerned for their diets. Uh, but Jet Black's still a very big dude. I don't understand how that fucking works. Yeah, I was like, oh, I was like, you need to maintain a certain amount of protein, sir. And I don't think you've no, been doing no. that on your uh, budget. Oh, my God. But, <laughs> um. So, like all episodes, they go and they try to get information from uh, another outside source in regards to their bounty. So, Jet Black meets up with uh, Fatty. Fatty. His name is just Fat. Yeah, his name is Fatty. Me. <laughs> and I, I love, I love him and Fatty's relationship because they're just like, ah, oh, oh, oh look at oh, you, yeah, yeah, <laughs> look yeah, at me, yeah. huh? Yeah. <laughs> We're men. Huh, it sounded like Johnny Bravo right there. Hey, wait, hey, hey, oh, come on, baby. <laughs> that was a good one. Dude, oh my god. Sidebar real quick. Johnny Bravo would not fly today. Straight no. up, he'd go up and be like, hey, pretty mama. And they'd be like, oh my god, hashtag Yeah, no, you, yes. Oh my god, Johnny Bravo would not survive in 20 
fucking 18. <laughs> no, he would not survive. He is meant to live and die in the he 90s. He will not be able to ever, survive out here. Ever reboot that. Oh, my God. He would be slapped with so much sexual uh, jo- <laughs> Johnny Bravo's sexual assault. Like, whoa, whoa, that's what I do. I feel whoa. like they should bring, nothing. like, a Johnny Bravo, like, vert, like, a new Johnny Bravo but to, like, Netflix so they can just go fucking, like, what they really needed to do. You know what I mean? Like, Jesus I feel like Christ. that would be – I would watch that. I'd watch the phone. So I would watch that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Did you say – the thing they're remaking Ed and I Ed. saw that. I can't tell if it's real or not. Um, I can't it, tell if it's real either. But they, they redid they redid Thundercats. That looks – I'm sorry. Like, all – I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to watch it. I'm not going to watch it. But – oh. I'm not gonna watch it. It just it looks cool. Like it's not like cool, but like the artwork looks very like I'm gonna keep. You know, I have my Thundercats of like the '90s, and people are gonna have their yeah, Thundercats of too. like you know 2018. That's what the Lionel Snarf. Yeah, they can, they can have that, and you know what I mean. But I'm always gonna be a '90s Thundercats fan. But I'm like I won't. Eye of Thundera, yeah. show me the way. <laughs> anyway, um, dude, there's a line. <laughs> there's a line between Jet and Fatty. And it's like, ah, we've loved blues harp since we were in our father's sacks. Oh, my God. I didn't know how to accept that. <laughs> I, I, never like, heard, I never heard that, like, term ever, like, ever used. Like, I yeah. don't think, you know, you, like, there's old sayings, you know what I mean? But I had never heard that saying before. So it was fucking hilarious. Yeah. I had, yeah, it, I, at the time of watching that, I probably didn't know what that meant. No, no if I saw that back like, in the. In my father's sack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hadn't got to that part of Sex bag. In, in fucking, like, you know, 90... Oh, yeah. absolutely. Dude, I covered my eyes. I covered my eyes in the part where they showed the video, and I was just like, Ew, I don't know nice. what happens. Um, it's Yo, nasty. but rolling on, rolling on. So basically, you know, the whole... So basically, Spike goes, because, you know, you have the harp. The kid's playing the harp. You know, he's a super genius. They're looking for Giraffe. But then what they start to know is that someone is following Giraffe. Um, well, well Zebra a, and Giraffe zebra. is following yeah. But that, that, that sequence where, okay, so Giraffe is following Zebra and the kid, and Spike is following Giraffe. He's like, why are these, he's like, why does he want this kid so badly? Why does he want this kid? And you just see um, a scene from Giraffe's point of, not even Giraffe's point of view, you just see Giraffe's point of view. And he's in that hotel room, and he's like, you know, give me back Zebra. And then he just flies out that window. Oh, yeah, and then it, that was fucking crazy, yeah. and you're like, oh. and you're like, holy crap! Because that sequence was crazy, like it, it was absolutely insane. And for one, um, I don't know, I still don't know how he survived. So Spike sees him get shot out the window, and he catches him on his ship, yeah. and with his last like mustard breath, Giraffe gives Spike that stone, mm-hmm. and he was like, oh, like you need to. He's like, don't. He yeah, says he... something. Um, he's basically like. Don't believe uh, something like you know he says something like about don't believe his appearance or something like that. So don't stop. He's like, don't stop believing. Oh, yeah, bunch. I was like, I need. What do you need, son? <laughs> I need. What do you need? A tailor. <laughs> A tailor. Because I ripped my pants. <laughs> Dude, I I was thinking about this the other day. How crazy would it be if someone trolled someone on their deathbed? It's just like, come closer. I need. And they're like, what do you need, Grandma? A tailor. (laughs) (laughs) And the 
and she just died. I would be like, yes, gangster grandmother. Oh my god, that would be the best yeah. way to go out ever. I'm gonna, I'm gonna completely troll my entire family. Best, That's just I'm a heads all... up. If they hear this, if they don't, you're twenty, you're twenty four, about to twenty five now. So about like you know. 60 years i don't know so it's in about 60 years i will be trolling yeah. my entire family on my deathbed but so basically, um, you know they collect the stone and they don't know what the fuck it is you know they try and see what they can sell it for basically just to get more money <laughs> and um which is nothing, there's nothing again. again um but you know spike starts to realize that like this doesn't make any sense so he basically goes back into because he keeps on replaying that you know basically um he was talking to him basically don't believe it. he's like how did he die like who shot him you know what i mean um so yeah. He goes back to another club where the, uh, you know, where the kid is playing. But then you also have Spike. No, you also have Jet Black and uh, Faye Valentine. They're basically looking into the, you know, looking at old paper clippings. Basically, yeah. So right. you know, they start looking into old clippings because basically uh, the conversation between Fatty and Jet Black is like I said, Fatty basically starts to tell him, you know, uh, like what Giraffe and Zebra's backstory yeah. is. That basically like. That like, like Zebra was kind of coming up in the syndicate, and Giraffe felt like he was like betraying him. Yeah, but as they're reading more into the syndicate and more things, you start they start to see clippings of from thirty years ago of the young boy. Um, that keeps on re- which is crazy playing, and then he's also with a different, uh, you know, a different adult every time. So, I, uh, so the kid's name is Wen. Yes, Wen. Yes, when's yes. the name? What is the name of the kid? But yeah, so they start to see that he's like, oh wow, this clipping's from thirty years old. And that kid is still that kid. Like, they're seeing him perform in the bar, and they're like, what the hell? So they go after – Spike goes after the kid, and we find out that it's not Zebra holding the kid hostage. It's the kid yeah. holding Zebra he's, hostage. He's, he's an adult. He's like his personal – like, so it doesn't look weird. This little kid is doing everything by himself. Um, yeah, which, which is, is crazy. crazy. Yeah. Um, and you know, basically the kid basically starts to tell Spike, like not to get involved. You know what I mean? Which you find out that kid is a fucking great ass, like, you know, cause he's so old, you know what I mean? Oh, well shit. I fucking, he's like a he's hundred, like you know, you find out basically the kid is aging, but he's not aging. He's just this young kid. Um, basically was a, you know, post like a world war two scenario type of thing where like the, you know, a bombing nuclear testing, He's affected. No, actually, no. I'm fucking wrong on that. I'm gonna edit that out. Um, basically, that he was affected by like hyperspace uh, testing, and it just backlashed onto him. So he absorbed yes. all of the, uh, you know, radiation to it. So he didn't. It was age. a. It was a. It was a. It was a hyperspace gate yeah. explosion. Yeah. And he basically like couldn't he age. Couldn't age. Yeah. But he was. But and it, it kind of sucked because he was so angry at everybody because they were always experimenting on him. You know what I mean? They were always experimenting on him, and basically, he never aged. So he had all this information, like he knew how to get. Yeah. Which that's it's that same theme as Akira, yeah. like go, doing all these experiments yeah. on kids. And you know, you also feel kind of start to feel like really bad for them. Yeah, I do because it's like they didn't want that to happen. Oh to yeah, them, and they're getting fucking experimented on that kind of like this is because the cowboy came out in '99. Is that we? I think so. When it, yeah, yeah. You know, it still had those themes. It had like those type of themes. You know, of. A lot of experimenting, you know what I mean, stuff like that. So, um, but um, dude, that sequence between Wen and um, Spike, where they're just kind of like, well, he shoots Spike really good, a couple he's times. A really good. He can, he's yeah, it's yeah. a really good shot. And uh, I love that he, when he throws Zebra like down yeah. the stairs, 
And he's just like, oh, like here, like take this guy. And uh, that's kind of like the big reveal is like, oh wow, it's like it's this kid that's doing everything. And he shoots when, like right in the head. Yeah, gets him yeah. during that that standoff. He gets him. He get, but um, I don't know. When did he doesn't die? Yeah, right he doesn't here. die right there. Basically, I know he, he like, walks. You know, he does because basically what happens is, um, Spike, you know, takes uh, Zebra back. He he gets him because the kid basically escapes because he's hurt now. He's hurt. yeah. Um, so basically, you know, that's also when they start to piece together exactly what's happening is because, um, they, which I don't understand how this machine works and they have this really high tech machine where they can look into people's like minds and shit like that, like their dreams. And they still, they still don't have, have any food. food. I'm like, sell that fuck. We've talked about this in past episodes. And sell they mind that shit. There's gotta be some kind of space pawn shop that would like gladly. Space pawn. Get yourself some get, beef, yeah. some protein, so something. So they start to realize what's happening. You know, they saw the scenario with the gunshot where basically, you know, what they thought it was, you know, two, you know, people in the same syndicate for fighting for power were going against each other. Start to realize what's actually happening. Yeah. Um, and then they realize what the bullet is. You know what I mean? The bullet is basically hyper gate power like into one one uh, it's thing. the yeah basically basically what it does it's got the power to like twist yeah, hyperspace yeah. and so they that's when um jet goes and fashions it into yeah. a bullet and they kind of give the go ahead and spike's like oh no i'm gonna go ahead and i'm gonna hunt this kid yeah. he's like i'm just gonna go and by go myself and i like that Faye was like well like um man, i'm probably not gonna see you again but you know good, good luck. luck to you see ya. yeah <laughs> like whatevs that la- dude, when is brutal? He's a brutal kid. He gets in a taxi and just straight up shoots the taxi driver in the head. Yeah, and he's like, "I'm taking this taxi," and that brings like that final standoff between Spike and Wen. Yeah, which, which is there so you go good. Again. And like that whole that whole ending sequence was fucking beautiful. It was so like just suspenseful. It was an old western style of like you know. Like a shoot. Yeah, it was. A, yeah. It was just straight up a standoff. It was. It was a standoff. Which leave it to Spike. I'm, I'm pretty sure in this sequence, doesn't he? When fires a couple shots, and one of them grazes yeah. Spike's yeah. face, and he doesn't flinch no, whatsoever. And I was Spike's just like, what a badass bad mofo. Yeah, Spike's the shit. So, um, yeah, it's just. I love the whole sequence when he gets he, hit by the bullet finally, and then he just starts just like oh decomposing and like. You know what I mean? Like, just, it's... Gr- <laughs> yeah, he's just like, you know. Dude, it was kind of, it kind of reminded me of, like, when, when the, um, when that power overwhelmed Tetsuo and Akira. looking ass motherfucker. And he thing. became that, yeah, giant baby disgusting. Yeah. But in this one, it was like, this kid had straight up, like, he just, his aging process, they hit him with that bullet, it reversed the hyperspace inside him, and he just started aging. Yeah. Yeah. So rapidly, and it was scary. It reminded me of the zombies on uh, Scooby Doo Zombie Island. Dude. Oh my god! If I, w- if I can go <laughs> back and do our uh, episode of doing anime themes, I would throw. I know it's not a fucking anime, but I would throw the and it's thriller, terror. Oh, it's terror. And it's time terror, again. Time again. You gotta <laughs> da, 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 da. It's a terrifying time. It was a great. Fucking song. <laughs> That's my fucking Dude, jam. tell me, tell me that movie did not scare the yes. crap the, out of you the first the time you saw it. The fucking like he was the wolf, oh, or the, the yeah. Cat oh thing. my oh, goodness! Movie. And they were like the cat. 
people, and I was just like, "Holy crap!" That review, is, Scooby that review Doo is just coming. took it up a notch. That's coming up. Coming up. Coming up. Not the next. It, we will. Scooby Doo Zombie we Island. Will review it. Um, yeah, oh no, but I guess the whole sequence basically, you know, and he's kind of you know wins relieved. He's like, "I get to die." No, he is relieved. You see, like he he finally like, like, oh, I can yeah. die. Which is great. Which Spike doesn't let him die like peacefully. Yeah, because he like he's ca- always got he's always got to leave him with some some yeah. shit. I just love at right at, at the like, end, you know, you know, basically, yeah. Because like, what is he like? What's the actual like quote from that? Um, so she's, she's, I'm gonna write it down. He says something. He asks him something, and Spike replies like, "Like, well, like hell, I do." Yeah. So basically, and so basically, he, like you know, Spike is you know basically wins like relief. He's like, "Oh, I'm finally at peace now." Um, you know, he basically was like, "Spike, do you understand?" And then Spike goes, "Yeah, as if." <laughs> you know what I mean? Basically, like, as if they, you know, he tosses wins fucking harmonica in the air and points at it, and just goes bang. Yeah, he gives it. Yeah, he gives him the harmonica, and it's kind of yeah. like, oh, because I, I think he wanted to play it yeah. or something, and he like blows on it. and He's like, nah, yeah, fuck off. No. Yeah, and he's like, I don't care I don't about you, kid. Because yet again, Spike is meddling. Things he in doesn't give a fuck about. Shit, he doesn't yeah. give a fuck. about. You know, uh, yeah. So basically, kind of wrapping it up. This was it was a filler episode, and if you look at it as a whole, because it it was, it was a, a good, good filler. filler it has that beginning part because it's like keeps on asking you questions about the actual plot line, but it was a great. Fucking yeah. filler episode. Like I'm like, damn, I could make a series. Like you could make a series about that. That if I saw a series, oh, just that one like, plot. That's just that one plot, that plot line. Plot yeah. where a kid is aging. I could watch a whole series on that, or a whole movie based on that. So that was really cool. It's called the Curious Case of Benjamin <sighs> Button. Damn. <laughs> no, but yeah. Uh, yeah, great, great, great episode. I fucking loved it. Um, Good I'm episode. For, for, Good for episode. more, uh, more cowboy. Um, yeah. So. Um, do we have any? Dude, uh, we do have a couple Instagram shoutouts. Give give them away, my man. Give them away. Uh, so we want to go ahead and do an Instagram shoutout personally from the Anime Boys podcast to Super Smash Bros. Ninety. Super Smash Bros. Dude, 90. I just want to say thank you to Super Smash Bros. Ninety, dude. You've been you know look like you're really following the podcast and you're interacting. Um, thank you so much. You know he's got his own YouTube channel. You know, check it out. Uh, follow him on Instagram. You know, love supporters of the podcast. Love everybody. Thank you to everybody that's been following and uh, replying. Dear God, it's so been blown up. Dude, I'm, I'm super it's excited. It's really been blown you know, up. So this is so much fun because I get to experience animes that I haven't seen before, and I'm experiencing them for the first time at the age of 25 that these animes came out so long ago, but I'm experiencing them now. Yeah. Talk about them. You know, and I hope you guys, you know, I hope that we're reviewing movies that you guys haven't seen. Because anime, there's just so many things out there that we're going to continue to watch and just want to just fucking talk about it. You know what I mean? That's what I just love doing. This anime is just so just great to talk yeah. about. Yeah. But, um, all right. For yeah. real, for real guys. Well, um, keep commenting guys. If you want to go ahead and, uh, for more on us, get hit us up on Instagram at, at the anime boys pod, uh, Mitchell, where can they find you at money Mitchell on Instagram? And then what about you, my man? And you can find me at the AJ Garces on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much again. And keep commenting, keep liking, keep telling your friends. Um, there's gonna be a whole Facebook page coming out. There's gonna be a lot of stuff happening. Looking to get some guests on the show. Looking to get you know anything anime related. We're gonna talk about it. We're gonna do it. Super excited. All right, man. As always. As always, see his face, cowboy. See his face, We're gonna cowboy. get that down one day. And we're, uh, we're, we did we it. Did no, it. we did it. We got it. We got it. We were so close. 
Let's just roll it now. Let's just roll it. What's the Johnny Bravo? Oh god! I can't think of it now. What the fuck were you talking about? I get like the like the. All right, right there. Goodbye. All right. Oh, good night, everybody.